In the craziest move of the season so far, Brooklyn managed to form a super team but sacrificed most of their future, Houston shook up their big three, Cleveland got a young star, and Indiana joined in out of nowhere. I break down the James Harden trade and more big headlines in this episode of the Boundless and Ballin' podcast. What's good, everyone? It's Jordan Pecolinello, host of the Boundless and Ballin' podcast. We have a lot to get into today and not a lot of time to do it, so let's jump right in. I want to talk about the James Harden trade first of all. That was the big news that broke a couple weeks back. The full trade was that the Nets received James Harden, uh, the Rockets received Victor Oladipo, Dante Exum, Rodion's Karuks, four future first-round picks, and four pick swaps. Uh, Karuks on those picks coming from Brooklyn, Exum from the Cavs, and Oladipo, of course, from the Pacers. Uh, The Pacers receiving Karis LeVert from Brooklyn and a future second-round pick via Houston. Uh, And the Cavaliers getting Jarrett Allen and Torian Prince from Brooklyn. So Katie and Harden are are finally reunited, and they join an amazing ball handler and quite a strange character in Kyrie Irving. More on him later. Uh, Harden finally gets off a Houston team that he claims isn't good, and Houston finally gets rid of its problem. Cavs get a young, promising big man in Allen and another vet in Torian Prince, and the Pacers trade their star for a younger offensive talent in Lavert. So with the Nets, Katie and Harden have done amazing together, and putting Kyrie in the mix has only elevated them. Harden had 32 points, 13 rebounds, and 14 assists in his Nets debut against the Magic. KD had 42 points, 4 rebounds, and 5 assists that game. For the Pacers, Karis LeVert won't be playing for them this season due to a small mass on his kidney. Uh, For the Rockets, Victor Oladipo has averaged 22 points, 4 rebounds, and and 6 assists per game in the 3 games he's played for them so far. And Houston is shaping up to have a nice big 3 with Oladipo, Wall, and Christian Wood. For the Cavs, uh, Torian Prince and Jared Allen made their debuts against their former team. Uh, Prince had 17 points in 32 minutes, and Allen had 12 and 11 in 31 minutes. Alright, now moving on to Kyrie Irving. He didn't play for two weeks due to personal reasons, and recently rejoined the team earlier this week. He'd likely be the third scoring option behind KD and Harden, and he'd be the primary facilitator, letting those two do their thing. Now, the recent issues over these past two weeks involving Kyrie could contribute to locker room tension, but I think it's uh, too early to tell. Uh, Irving has also been gaining ire from the media. Stephen A. Smith said on first take that Kyrie should retire because he doesn't take the game seriously. He also said that teammates would be asked about Irving, which he thinks could cause problems. Now, Irving finally made his first public remarks on Tuesday, saying, quote, I take full responsibility responsibility for my actions. I had a conversation with each and every one of my teammates. I want to apologize to the fans. I just needed a pause. He also mentioned that he had a lot of family and personal issues going on, but would not elaborate. He looked just fine in his first game back versus Cleveland, and that's going to be covered in the next segment. And now moving on to the notable performances over the last two weeks. As I mentioned before, Cleveland stunned Brooklyn's big three not once, but twice. The first time was their double overtime thriller on Wednesday, Cavs winning that one 147-135. to 135. Colin Sexton erupted for 42 points, 5 rebounds, and 5 assists in 50 minutes. Durant and Kyrie had 38 and 37 points respectively. Harden had 21. And then last night, Cleveland won again 125-113. to 113. Kyrie had 38 points in 31 minutes, 
and Colin Sexton impressive again with 25 points, 2 rebounds, and 9 assists. Moving on to the other New York team, Julius Randle has been a beast for the Knicks. Randle's been putting up 23 points a game, 11 boards a game, and 6 assists per game. The Knicks are currently 8-8 eight and eight and may be trying for a playoff push, but again, it's still too early to tell. Randall and RJ have done very well for them. Barrett has put up 18-7-4 so far. Uh, in Philadelphia, Tyrese Maxey is likely becoming the seal of the draft. He had a career-high 39 points on 18 made field goals, as well as 7 rebounds and 6 assists versus the Nuggets on January 9th, and has consistently put up 15 points a game since then, but his, his role will likely decrease given the return of other key rotational players. Other performances from last night, Trey's 43 points in 31 minutes and Clint Capella's triple-double with 13 points, 19 rebounds, and 10 blocks in a 116-98 win over the Timberwolves. And Joel Embiid had 38 points and 11 rebounds. Marcus Smart had 42 points with 5 threes. And the 76ers beat the Celtics 1-22-1-10. And now for something more close to home. The California Interscholastic Federation, or CIF, governs high school sports across the state and is divided up into several sections. The southern section, which is what Loyola is a part of, made a major announcement on Tuesday with regards to fall season sports. Uh, the CIF southern section fall sports championships were canceled because of the current situation. This applies to uh, football, volleyball, and water polo. They also outlined their reasoning for it, which is that the state hasn't moved from the purple tier, which is the most high-risk tier, to the orange tier in order to begin competition this season, which leads to insufficient time for league contests. Provided end dates for those sports are in March and April. Now, cross-country would be allowed to begin contests next week, assuming the state's stay-at-home order is lifted. I got reaction from Loyola senior and varsity football safety and long snapper Connor McDowell. I think the... um. The way that CF has handled COVID could obviously be a lot better, I think. I know, like, they don't have a lot of power. It's all pretty much CDC and LA Department of Health and stuff. But their reaction to uh, cancel cancel the championships and cancel playoffs uh, was interesting. Like, I understand if you're talking to a few people that there's still a lot of opportunities because you can still use the regular season for tape and for film and send it to colleges. But in general, no one's really competing to to get first in their their conference or division. They're trying to get first, like they're trying to win a lot of games from the playoffs and trying to win a ring. So I think uh, I don't know. I don't really understand that decision completely. But as of now, you got to be grateful for something. They haven't canceled the whole season, so you got to just keep practicing. Like we have a game tomorrow. That's about it. And that's a wrap on this episode of the Boundless and Ballin podcast. This week's inspirational quote comes from Derek Rose. All the days you wake up, you got one job, and that's to get better every single day. That's something we should strive for every day, not just this year, but for the rest of our lives. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. I'll see you guys again in two weeks. Until then, I'm Jordan. Stay safe, stay healthy, peace.